The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at calm.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Okay, everybody, I guess we're on. Wow, had a little bit of an issue there and uh, got out of time, out of stuff. So, hey, I'm back. I'm back. This is Matt Slick Live. Listen to Matt Slick. And today is uh, March 6, 2023. So, uh, I just want to say, oh, yeah, I went to Israel. And I'll talk about that a little bit. we got four open lines if you want to give me a call. 877-207-2276. I want to hear from you. Give me a call. And I want to say thanks, uh, 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 no, let's see, no, I, I, uh, for the uh, producer, no, I got uh, mixed up by a, a full minute on the time, that's all, nope, it's on my end, so I didn't hear the bump because I didn't have my headset on, so it's just doing stuff, and uh, there we go, so working it, so I was out of uh, the state, I was out, out of the state, out of the country, for let's see i was out for two weeks went to israel had a good time in israel got back yesterday which uh i'm still struggling from the jet lag so uh had a 13 hour flight from istanbul to lax spent the night almost in the um in the uh in the airport and then got a flight back later in the morning um and I'm going to say thanks to some people here in a little bit, bottom of the hour, who helped out a little bit with getting me a hotel and things like that, reimbursing the stuff. So, it's so only just tell you, uh, I went to Israel, and um, Charlie Spine, he filled in for a couple of weeks. So I want you guys to call me up and tell me how he did. I've heard he did well, but I want to hear from you so you can tell me. And he's a good guy, and uh, he knows a lot of stuff. So, you know, thanks, Charlie, for helping out. Really appreciate that. So, um, we went to Israel. I saw the places that kind of stick out in my mind this time. Uh, you know, we saw the place where Samson, I, I keep saying Samson, where uh, David and Goliath fought. Uh, we went to Hezekiah's Tunnel. Uh, 1,786 feet we walked. Uh, let's see, we saw the foundation of David's palace. We saw the the tomb of David, the tomb of Joseph. We went to where Abraham and Sarah were buried. We went to the West Bank, Palestine, and the Gaza Strip. And we went to uh, within a stone throw of Syria. And what was interesting there, this is going to sound a little bit odd, but uh, we were all delighted about this. So we went to this one place, uh, Syria, you could just you know, almost throw a rock at it. It wasn't quite that close, but, you know, maybe a couple, three, four stone throws away kind of a thing, Syria. And there was this guy who um, had like a little old Toyota truck, and he was gruff and didn't speak English, but uh, he could say, you know, one for a dollar, and he had oranges. And so uh, we... <laughs> You got some oranges. I'm going to tell you, I have never in my life tasted an oranges. So it was so good. Uh, everybody on the bus who had it were we were just like, 
was incredible. Every single orange I've ever had in my life, none of them was as good as the ones we ate right there. It was They were fantastic. They really were. So that was a, believe it or not, that was an odd highlight. So we went to Masada and uh, went to the Dead Sea. Let's see, uh, Galilee, went on a boat out there in Galilee. We saw uh, the Wailing Wall, went to that, um, up close to it, down below, underneath. So many things. We went to the place where Jacob's Ladder occurred, where uh, Jacob had this, the dream of the angels ascending and descending. We went to that place. We went to different restaurants. Um, I had a traditional lapia, not lapia, tilapia, fish uh, lunch. And that was just a fish gutted, and that was it. And they baked it, and you had the eyeballs <laughs> and everything. And so I gave a traditional uh, attempt uh, to um, to enjoy that. And it was it was good. Um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, let's see. Oh yeah, I lost my hearing aids um, coming back. Oh man, that that really. I don't know what happened. Don't know how I lost them, but they're gone. When I went to retrieve them, they weren't stolen. Uh, but uh, so I've got to figure out what I'm going to do about that because they cost a lot of money. I spent an hour today going through uh, the Turkish uh, airline uh, uh, lost and found thing, putting in requests and all this kind of stuff. Uh, hopefully people found them, but I doubt it. It was and that reminds me because people find stuff and they're, on the most part they're uh, they're pretty uh, they're pretty honest people. And I noticed this that. They had all kinds of shops and all kinds of places, and they had stuff for sale outside of the shop. And I mean outside of the shop. Anybody could just walk by, take something, and keep going. Seriously. And I had to, uh, once, I had to not fight my way in to pay, but it was like that. It was, I had to get something. So I'm going to, I got to go in and pay now. And I, you know, it's like, got to go in and wait in line. And, um, uh, it was fun, you know, uh, and they go, okay, you know, and they'd say, uh, you know, shekels, you know, and they go, how about dollars? And they go, yeah, two dollars, you know. And, um, we give that and, and walk out. I got some coffee cups and, uh, beautiful coffee cups. Uh, let's see what else we went to the place where in Genesis 17 and 18 where Abraham uh, where the Lord appeared to Abraham we went to that place all that we went to Bethel we went to Ai Ai where saw where um, Abraham and Lot were we uh, man there's just so much I went to the dead uh, to the Dead Sea Scrolls the place the uh, caves um, we went to the Jerusalem Museum and we went to the Holocaust Museum, and they requested that we don't take any pictures in there. So we don't. I didn't take any pictures. I'm going to tell you something. Going to the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem is uh, it's sobering. And it just was, and uh, these. It's an interesting way that they have the museum designed. It, it snakes through left, right, left, right, and you you progress down. Uh, that way as you do that and um, uh, what we saw and original garments worn by by the prisoners uh, shoes and piles and stuff and pictures and 
various things. I, I listened to a video where a man talked about how he was, uh, he, when a bunch of people were shot, a machine gun, and he uh, fell down and bodies were on top of him for hours. And uh, he finally started to move because he was so afraid. And uh, he he did, and someone else was already uh, also alive. They were unhurt, and then they had to find out how to get out uh, amongst the bodies and find a place to to go to. You, you watch this stuff, and and you listen, and you're right there. It was really interesting. We went to uh, on a camel ride and. Uh, different hotels the food was great the people were great it was a great experience and if you ever have a chance to do something like that if you're able to uh, you know take the opportunity it costs about five grand and um, that's not something you I can do very often but uh, arrangements were made and was able to go but um, it, it, the Bible comes alive when you you read things that you've been to uh, you know, you go to Jerusalem, and you can have memories of Jerusalem. Uh, we went to Lazarus' tomb, where, where Jesus raised Lazarus. We went there. We went to uh, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, and we had we went to Jericho and stood on the fallen walls and worked through the, walked through the uh, the ruins of Jericho. So uh, it was really great. We didn't go to Bethlehem. Uh, to the well where Jesus I've done that before there where uh, drank out of the very well that Jesus was talking in John 4 to the woman woman at the well there and so it was uh, it, it was good, it was very interesting it was entertaining and one of the blessings uh, that I found was uh, the people I really enjoyed the people uh, it was a lot of fun um uh, if Donna's listening, hey Donna, how you doing? Um, I didn't get to really say bye to the people because I'd lost my hearing aids <laughs> at a critical point. We had to go through customs, and I could, that's where I discovered I couldn't uh, didn't have them, and it really panicked me. So I was trying to um, you know find them, but uh, never did. And those things happen, and some other stuff happened too that I lost uh, going before we get there. It's just odd things. And then I'll tell you this story: um, we had uh, our Carm guy, the Carm guy from Brazil, was there, and he lost his wallet, and he uh, <laughs> he lost his wallet, and so. A friend of mine, Dave Kimball, and I were sitting there talking in a lobby of this restaurant after dinner. And uh, David Brito, Dave, uh, David, he comes out. He goes, I can't find my wallet. I can't find my wallet. Went on the bus and couldn't find it. And it was gone. And uh, he had some credit cards. And he had some cash. He wasn't so worried about the cash, even though he said didn't have very much. Um, and so... Uh, and we asked, you know, go look at the bus and ask the, uh, maybe someone turned it in, you know, go to the lobby and things like that. And, and no, nothing it was nowhere. He remembered he had it, uh, you know, like an hour and a half earlier at some store uh, someplace. 
and so he couldn't, uh, you know, he was really distraught. He's going to have to call up the companies and cancel the credit cards. And um, so he disappears, and 10 minutes later he comes back and he says, I found it. I said, you did? Where was it? And he sits there and he said, you won't believe this. And uh, he said he got on his knees. He went into the room, uh, you know, the hotel room where he was staying. He's got on his knees and asked the Lord to uh, help him find that wallet. And he said that an image flashed into his mind to look in the trash can inside the the room where he was staying. And it didn't make any sense, the trash can, why, you know, he lost it away from the hotel. And... Uh, he looked in the trash can and the bottom of the trash underneath everything was his wallet and he doesn't know how it got there so that was strange and uh, interesting but a lot of good people uh, um, sat next to Anthony and uh, Angie and there was Patricia there was Ruth there was uh, just a lot of good people I remember all the names I got to do a devotion in the Garden of Gethsemane. And uh, talk about that a little bit after the break. We have two open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody. Well, back on the air. Had a little bit of a crash on a system someplace. That does happen, but uh, we are back. Today is uh, March 6, 2023. All right. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. Let's get on the air with, uh, let's see, Rudolph from North Carolina. Rudolph, welcome. You're on the air, buddy. Yes, sir. Um, I, I I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to connect with your guy that was there. He's a, we had a problem with a technical problem, but he did a good job when you go. Yes. So. Yeah, Charlie's a good guy. I've known him for a long time. He's very competent, quite good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He. Uh, my question is. Should um, Christians still follow the pagan traditions learned by the Roman Catholic Church? Wait, I'm not sure I understand. You said, should Christians follow the pagan traditions of the Catholics? Is that what you're asking? Which That we've learned from the Roman Catholic Church. Like what? Which ones? Give me a couple. One, well, two big ones that that we've learned from Roman Catholic is uh, Christian, Chris, Christmas and Easter. All right. Okay, so Christmas, uh, you know, December 25th, um, the reason uh, we celebrate Christ's birthday on that day is because it was actually the winter solstice day in Europe, and the pagans would have celebrations on that day. And so uh, 
that was the uh, the day that the winter was finally at midpoint and the days are starting to get longer so they have a celebration and the pagans wouldn't give up that holiday celebration so the roman catholic church put the uh, the date of christ's birth on that uh, for a celebration trying to change the focus from uh, paganism to christianity so i don't have a problem uh, celebrating on December 25th, and it's not relevant to me that the Roman Catholic Church is the the group that instituted it, even though Roman Catholicism is false. We've got to be careful of what's called the genetic fallacy, that somebody or something that was bad started something, so therefore that something is, is bad also. So it's like you have an atheist uh, teacher who taught algebra. Well, that doesn't mean that algebra is invalid because of the the uh, teacher's atheism. So it's called a genetic fallacy. We've got to be careful of that. So, uh, no, it's okay to celebrate the Christmas of the 25th, uh, the birth of Christ, even though it wasn't on that day. It's it's okay. We're not celebrating the Roman Catholic paganism. Okay? Yes, and Easter with Astroth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ashtar and became Easter and so the same kind of a thing is there so we're not celebrating the Catholic Church when we do these we're just celebrating those events but they're not stained by the fallacies and the blasphemies of the Roman Catholic Church which are many so we can celebrate those days it doesn't really matter you can celebrate any day you want really but Easter uh, Ishtar but uh, the day of Christ's resurrection did happen around that time of the year, so um, it's good. To, you know, it's okay to celebrate it. It's all right. Okay. Okay. Well. All right. Well, it's good. I'm glad you made it back safe and take care. I'll, I'll be talking to you soon about your favorite topic: flat Earth. <laughs> Oh, flat Earth is so stupid. Yes. Okay. It is. I'm sorry, but it is. Uh, Christians should not get mixed up with that uh, fallacy. It's very easy to refute. It's extremely easy uh, to refute. And if people want me to tell them, I can tell you how to refute it very easily just by going outside and looking up in the air, and I'll tell you what to look at and how, to, and how it works. So, okay, buddy? All right. Yes, sir. God bless, man. God, God bless Rudolph. All right, let's get on the air with uh, Martin from Virginia. Martin, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Matt. Glad to see you made it good. You had a good time out there. Oh um, man, I'll t- we did. We walked a lot. I'll tell you, we walked like five miles a day, and up and oh, down no, twenty I, I stories. Yeah. yeah, I would not doubt that at all. Yeah. So, a couple mm-hmm. quick questions. Um, both related to your Israel trip, was there any time that, you know, any, any place or occasion that kind of brought you to your knees more reverent? Not even the, maybe the tears, maybe the prayer on that no. trip that you would recommend to other folks to kind of go see as well? No, nothing there for me like that. There were uh, probably others on the trip that were had profound effects. I don't get affected by things like that as much as a lot of people do, um, just the way I, I'm put together. We went to a place uh, where supposedly, for example, okay. right. Jesus... Yeah, yeah, no. Fair enough. 
but as an example, we went to a place where Jesus apparently wept on a rock or prayed on this one particular rock, and people are there wiping the rock, put it on their foreheads, you know. And it's like, why are you doing that? It's not, you know, don't do that. And, you know, it's, 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 I don't need to see the empty tomb. I don't need to see Golgotha. My spirituality, my relationship with God is not dependent on those objects and those locations. But it's still, it's great to see, you know. What, what really does it for me is being in Jerusalem. I just like Jerusalem. I, I just, it, you're in Jerusalem, you know, and... It's like home. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 so that it's helps. Historical and, and yeah. prophetic. You know, it's yeah. it's very prophetic. I mean, it's going to be part of our our reality in, yep. in the end of time. Amen. Amen. Um, so they had some up, you know, some you know Netanyahu. He he made some uh, some decisions that caused a lot of turmoil, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of protests that were going on. Did you ever feel unsafe? No. When you were there. No, we um, we were rejected at one border crossing uh, because uh, some of the people on the bus didn't have their passports with them, and the the uh, tour guide said it that never happened before. Where people people forget it, you, you you change pants or whatever it is, your purse, you forget. And uh, he says we got rejected probably because of a little bit of tension. We had to go around forty minute detour and stuff like that. But we got a break, so hold on, man. Okay, we'll be right back. All right. Hey, yeah. folks, if you want to keep listening, please do. An open line, 877-207-2276. Be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. We're at the bottom of the hour. Just want to, before we get back to the caller, I want to just give you a little bit of an update on something that was really good. So, uh, when coming back from um, from uh, Israel, we had a, you know, a layover about 15 hours in LAX before I could come here back to Idaho. So, I was going to uh, go to my brother's. My brother-in-law's house, but that fell through. He's out of town, and some other stuff uh, happened. So I was going to spend the night in uh, the airport because the hotels are too expensive, like three hundred to four hundred dollars. You know, right there that night. And I decided that I could not stay in the hotel. I mean, in the airport because just way too noisy overhead. This and that, people walking by. And I was going to, you know, I, I just couldn't do it. And I was with Stacia. She was going to stay in the uh, the airport with me. Uh, she had a similar uh, situation. And I got a sneeze coming on, so we'll see how that goes. And so, long story short, I put the word out on Facebook. Uh, hey, we're going to stuck in the airport, blah, 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 you know. And uh, people came together. And let's just say that they... they Got raised money for uh, myself and uh, Stacia's going to get some for uh, the hotel. And so, Jimmy, thank you. Uh, you sent some stuff. And Randall, want to thank you, uh, both you guys, uh, for that. Um, we've got uh, information about you guys, too. Uh, uh, Jimmy's, uh, I don't know how much I want to say because I don't know how much they want me to say over the year about their personal stuff. We have a lot of stuff there, but uh, Randall's son, T.J. 
recently got saved. Bill Cannot, uh, thanks a lot, Bill. Really appreciate it. And Bill uh, Chibidis, hey man, thanks for helping out. Appreciate that. Donna Torres, uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate you. And uh, just want to say thanks to you. I hope we didn't miss anybody. And the one person who helped out doesn't want me to mention them over the air. So won't mention her uh, over the air who kind of coordinated some stuff uh, and is in the room. All right, let's get back on the air with Martin. Okay, there you go. Sorry about that, Martin. You're back on. Yeah, no no worries. Yeah, no, that was just the the follow-up question about your safety with some of the protests that have been going on there and Mm -hmm. how they... If they curtailed your access or anything? Yes, it did. We did not go to the to Jacob's Well because of some of the the issues that were going on, uh, and there were a couple of changes that happened. But it was it was good. It was definitely well worth going. Absolutely. Good. good. Yeah. Hey, and thumbs up to Charlie. You know, I called in one time and probably listened most every day. He, he did a good job. There's the, the typical little technical glitchy things, but. Yeah. He uh, professionally still do it. So, yeah, he's quite competent. He knows his stuff. He's a good guy. I've known him for a long time, and uh, just thank God for his friendship and Dave Kimball. Uh, these guys are are great. I've known them for over forty years each. Good good men. So, praise yeah, God. Right. Man. God Thanks. bless, Matt. You have a happy night. You too, man. Thanks a lot. All right, now let's get on the air with. Uh, let's see, Noel. Hey, Noel, welcome. You're on the air. Hello. Are you there? Did I lose you? Let's see. Give another few seconds. Maybe there's a problem. You can call back. Okay. So call back if you can. Let's get to Luke from Arizona. Luke, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Hey, I thought it was you, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Uh, good to Good to hear your voice. Good to have you back. Hey, nice to hear your voice too. You know how how you doing down there in in uh, Arizona? Uh, things are things are going great down here. Uh, God's been good. Uh, and tell Charlie he did a fantastic job while you were gone. Way better than that other guy you used to have to look for. You. <laughs> the other guy was lame, but you know when you're desperate, what are you going to do? You know. But uh, actually, the thought about you know when you if I, I'm out again, I may have to go to to Japan in in, a, in four weeks. I don't know if that's going to happen, uh, but uh, maybe if you're able to, you can get on the air too, and we'll have Charlie on, or we'll have some others. But we'll see. But um, we'd love to. We'd love to. Yeah, yeah. So good, man. You tell the family I said hi and everything, and and the people there at the at your new ministry you're at. So you know. We'll do. Uh, we'll do. Right. Yep. Now that said, I did legitimately, did legitimately have a have a question. Just curious, your thoughts about you know you're sure. talking about all the different sites that you went to mm-hmm. over there in uh, in Israel, and obviously some of them we know exactly, um, uh, very firmly where the location is. When you talk about going places like, well, this is where God appeared to Abraham in Genesis, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, to what to what degree of certainty do you have that that really is that site? Uh, where where yeah. do we get that information? Well, Joel was he there when you went? Did you get to uh, hang I with did, Joel? I did not get the pleasure to okay. meet Joel. I did not. Okay, 
So Joel's a uh, an archaeologist, and he led us through, and he was talking about uh, that location. Now, the problem is that there's a city around there, and there's, it's a Muslim area, so you really can't do much excavation. And I couldn't listen to Joel as much as I wanted to. We were right there. He says, this is the area where this happened, in this area. How big's the area? Well, I couldn't tell you. Football field kind of size. And so we were distracted, at least David, Dave and I, Dave Kimball and I were distracted because Joel said that sometimes, it's happened before, where the kids in the area will throw rocks at the, um, the tour people. That doesn't happen very often, but it's happened. He's a little bit concerned. Keep your eye on him. So what Dave and I did was we separated from the group. He went one way, and I went another way towards those kids that were watching, and we made friends with them, took uh, pictures with them, got to know them as far as their names go, and, and they practiced English with us. So I was distracted basically because of that. So I didn't get all the information, for example, about that exact place. But we do have, uh, uh, in Israel, there are... Joel, yeah, Joel was telling us that there are some places that yeah, this is this is the place. For example, the room where Jesus was when they tore the roof out and let uh, Peter, the, the man down, the paralytic, into the house. That was an actual place. The uh, the tomb of Golgotha. They think it probably is uh, right there, where uh, or at least the hill where Jesus was crucified. That, that, that looks like that right there. The Garden of Gethsemane. We went to and uh, the Mount of Olives. So, you know, some things are really exact and some things are, are not. Like we went to and saw, we didn't walk down in it, but we saw the valley where David and Goliath did their battle. So where exactly was it? You know, quarter mile left and right direction kind of thing. But, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, Joel knows the exact stuff, like, like Jericho. I mean, Jericho. We're on the walls of Jericho. There it is, you know, it was exact. So some things were exact and some weren't. You there? All right. Yeah. Yep, yep. But you went and you saw some of the things, the same kind of stuff I, I know. Some were exact yeah, and well, some weren't. I went, in, I went in 2020. Everything was closed <laughs> there. Oh, but, uh, that's true. There was oh, problems. Yeah. No, no. It was, a, it, it was a great trip, and I'll be forever grateful for it. Uh, but you got to see so many amazing things that uh, that a lot of us haven't, and you know, appreciate you being able to, to share those connections to the to, to the scriptures and everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you, yeah. Matt. And, it, was, uh, it was great. And I hope you get to go again, too. So, but God, God bless. Luke, we got to keep in touch, Luke. Luke. But yeah. We got to keep yeah, in touch, absolutely. man. All right. Yeah. All right, man. God bless. Have a good one, brother. Okay. So that's Luke, and he had to leave our ministry and go to another ministry, uh, and which is fine. Uh, and uh, he had to move uh, up. Let's just say he moved up and over. And so he's down there in Arizona now doing tours and stuff like that to the Grand Canyon and stuff like that. I, I want to go down there and uh, and go through one of his tours once. I told him if I do that, I'll be in the back of the crowd looking at him with my eyeballs all squinched out and slapping my, my forehead and shaking my head to distract him. He goes, that'd be fine. <laughs> but all in, uh, in good fun. All right, almost ready for the next break, but uh, give me a call, 877 
six. Devin from Ohio, or no, Idaho. Welcome, Devin. You're on the air. Hey, man. How are you doing? Doing all right, man. It's getting back from ju- uh, suffering from jet lag, but uh, hanging in there. What do you got, buddy? Um, so I know that you have a break coming up, and we can talk about this afterwards, if unless there's time. But um, I've never heard you talk about this topic. Um, but what what do you think of Christian yoga, quote unquote? Mm. Oh. Christian yoga is okay as long as you're not doing chakra energy balancing, light energy work, things like that. Stretching is simply stretching. In martial arts, we would do stretches. And some of the stretches were the same things we would do in yoga. When I took yoga when I was a kid, you know, ignorant, I just took a lot of yoga, did yoga, real yoga. But uh, some of the stretching moves are identical, and it doesn't really make any difference. So if they have Christian, where it's Christian stretching, they want to call it yoga, they really shouldn't do that. But uh, it's not that big a deal. Then it's fine, as long as they're not doing things like focusing on energy. They sure, certainly should not do things like uh, focus on this verse and let your mind go free. If they do that, that would be bad. Uh, but hold on, we'll be right back. Okay, buddy, we got a break coming up. Hey, there's the music. If you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. You can also email me a question at info at org. Hey, we'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, well, welcome back to the show. We have a few open lines if you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. A call, you can email me at info at carm.org, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G. Let's get back on with Devin. All right, about Christian yoga. Ready to talk about it a little bit more? Yeah. All right, so yoga is problematic whenever it deals with the issues of uh, energy balancing, chakra balancing, uh, emptying your mind, and things like this. These are occult practices. That's what yoga is officially. So can Christians do yoga? No, Christians cannot do yoga. Not when it involves the issue of meditation, chakra balancing, emptying the mind. You can do uh, Christian uh, yoga type stuff. I hate using the word yoga because yoga means the actual practice not only of stretching but the meditations on those movements as well as emptying the mind moving energy thinking things like that and that's so that's what yoga is so when they say christian yoga it's kind of a a misnomer because it's it's what they're trying to do is christian meditation without the eastern occult meditative aspects but they're still using the same word, but the word actually entails the idea of those things. This is why it's confusing. So, as I said before the break, when we come to the issue of um, of stretching, there's nothing wrong with doing stretching, like the lotus, the bound lotus, things like that. Those aren't uh, they aren't occultic things uh, to to do. There's actually a position where you sit in a chair, 
and you sit with straight back and you you know your back straight and you relax all your muscles you do breathing exercises those things aren't occultic but they are when you focus on something and this I keep repeating this the emptying of the mind and waiting for your energy to move in your body that's occultic and bad news so can a Christian do stretching in a class situation and then you have say Christian music on or you have a scripture that's read and you do a stretch uh, in a different position I don't see any problem with that because uh, the positions the stretches themselves are not bad they're just positions it's the association with the occult practices done with them is a problem and as long as those are removed and the stretching is is incorporated then that's fine as far as meditation goes the Christians should never just empty their minds that should not be something that that they should do at all it should be um, focusing on scripture maybe having a discussion on a verse while they're stretching and things like that so it just depends on a few variables uh, you want to add anything to that oh yeah I was just I was just curious because like I never really thought of anything of yoga or whatever you know and then I think I heard you saying something a while back about that and then I completely forgot about it but then it's like kind of got me thinking you know about like how you know um, kind of like with what Paul said about you know eating meat sacrificed to idols and stuff and how it's it's you know just meat and that you can partake in it because it's you know the Lord allowed everybody to um, right. you know eat meat and you know and so and just got me you know kind of thinking about how we also you know Christians usually decorate trees during Christmas mm -hmm. and that has roots in you know paganism and stuff too so it's just like mm -hmm. I got lower back issues so I was like maybe I should try some stretches out and then that got me on a sure. yoga path and I was like well let me talk to Matt first see what he thinks yeah you can do stretches for your lower back um, you know, like I said, I took martial arts for years, and uh, we would sit there and do stretches and do rolls in different directions, different sizes, different angles, and I didn't have any problem with any of that stuff. Uh, in fact, I talked to um, the sensei that I ended up taking Krav Maga uh, for several years with. He would teach another martial art, which was steeped in the traditions of Japan, and there were some meditative practices done with those. And I talked to him. I said, oh, my daughter doing that. He says, they don't do that. They don't do any of that occult stuff. So, you know, no big deal. So do, do those stretches for your back. You know, the swan, you have these names of positions and things like that. You can do stuff that uh, that's helpful. Just don't hurt yourself. Um, you know, you can. I, I hurt my right knee stretching once for martial arts and, and twist, twisted it. To this day, it still hurts if I do certain things a certain way. So, you know, just be careful and and, uh, and just don't push yourself. Let your body guide you. But it'll be fine, you know. As long as you're not doing the meditation, stuff like that, don't do that. All right? Right, right. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, man. Well, God bless. All right. You too. Okay. All right. We have nobody waiting online. Uh, let's see if if anybody's uh, put in. Oh. Okay. 
So, uh, just one of the, what we do online here. I'm sorry to hear that. One of the things we do online during the radio show is uh, is we we have people in the chat room, and I broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Rumble, simultaneously. And we're doing it right now, and plus the show goes out over the years. So what's happened over the years is that we've developed a community of people in the chat, and um, they're good people, all right? And sometimes people will donate, like Mr. Kit on Rumble, did a $5 rant, and appreciate that, Mr. Kit. And so there's that. People have become friends and exchange phone numbers, and... Um, Noelle uh, lost her baby during this time and uh, yeah, I'm just sorry to hear that my heart aches with you Noelle you know um, she's one of the, the girls in the group and her situation there is known to us and just want to you know let you know that her hearts are with you and prayers are with you and things like, things like that and you know just talking about this publicly we go through things, we go through difficulties, and, you know, Noel, I don't know the details, I just now found this out, because someone wrote it to me, um, and I've lost a, a son, my wife and I, uh, we had to bury our son, he, he died right after birth in our arms, and these things, unfortunately, they do happen in the world, and many people suffer through them. And, uh, Noel, my heart goes out to you as well, as do the other people in the room when it happened. I don't know what day or what, but my heart breaks for you and with you. And it reminds me, uh, as, as we go through things in this world, so many people have so many difficulties. I, you know, I mentioned my wife before. She's got a very rare connective tissue disorder. And let's just say it... it it's difficult. There are people that are born with birth defects that never get healed. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I was talking to the Lord about this kind of stuff just today and last night in prayer about uh, why he doesn't heal more. And it's really bothering me. It is. Because I know he's there. And I know he's done, he can do so much, and yet he chooses not to heal people. And sometimes he does. And I'm not complaining, but it's something I'm thinking about and something I'm wrestling with a little bit. Um, you know, I don't have all the answers. Lord, why is it that you don't heal more? Or in the, in the areas that you know, people I know or, and stuff and, and, and see, and yet we have to go through things. And I'm not complaining. I'm not doubting God, nothing like that. But it's just something I don't have answers to. And so I have to think about things like that. And over time, I learn. I say, oh, there's a reason here, there's that. He's the Lord, we are not. And for those of you who are out there, who are suffering through things, uh, you know, my heart, uh, you know, my heart breaks with you. It, and I don't know why God doesn't heal people more frequently. I, I just don't know. It doesn't mean he's not there. 
and it doesn't mean it doesn't care but there's there are reasons that that exist that we don't have a knowledge of why God allows us to go through things I can't help but wonder that it might be for greater reward in heaven as we uh, suffer through periods of difficulties now without our faith wavering and we look to him and perhaps this is a greater blessing to not be healed so that we have greater reward in heaven that's the predominant reason I've come up with why God doesn't heal people like we think we would like him to do but that's okay there is a God you're not him and our faith is not dependent on our healing or not and your faith should not be dependent on your healing it's dependent on who Christ is and his death and resurrection that you can trust in what he has done and who he is and if you're doubting the Lord because of your situation financial or marital familial that means family health um, maybe you're frustrated and maybe a little angry with God um, I, I don't know what to tell you other than I would think that your eyes are in the wrong place that you're looking to your situation more than to him uh, this is what I, I'm getting at least when I think about it that I get this well what are you looking at where's your hope what's your expectation and so I just don't know I, I just don't know yeah I was actually thinking uh, Bill uh, in the chat room there about Justin Peter I know Justin Peters and uh, he's uh, confined to a wheelchair but yet he travels the country travels the world and uh, he ministers to people all over he has cerebral palsy and then uh, there's, there's uh, Ed Romaine uh, who remind actually who I tease a lot he's also got uh, CP and and, uh, and he purposely got a doctorate degree to make me look bad that's the only reason he did it was to get a doctorate degree to rub it in and so uh, I like teasing him he's a good guy so why does God let this happen he has reasons we just don't understand and yet we can be used in our frailty and we can bring glory to God and we can help others uh, too uh, if we minister by faith all right let's get to Charlie from Washington Charlie welcome you're on the air hey Matt thanks for letting me fill in for you while you were gone um, sure. yeah I'm glad you touched on that topic because as Christians um, I don't know how people go through such tragic events without the Lord I mean the the, the word says that we mourn, but not as those who mourn with no hope. Right. I mean, even in the midst of our bitter, bitter mourning, there's a thread of hope that unbelievers don't have, and I feel sorry for them in that, because uh, as uncomfortable as it is, the Lord, uh, in some fashion, makes it survivable for us. Yes. And uh, he, and I just thank him for his mercy in that sense because uh, it's a marvelous indication of how much he loves us. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I thank you for letting me check uh, check in. I would I wanted to uh, let you know that um, I'm glad you're back. Uh, 
and I appreciate even more what you do while you're here because <laughs> not, as easy. <laughs> not as easy as people think, yeah. but it's fun. But there's the music. We gotta go. So God bless. Hey, thanks for okay. calling in, Charlie. Appreciate it. All right. Okay. okay. God bless. Talk to you later. All right. That's Charlie. Great guy. Hey, folks. Sorry, we're out of time. May the Lord bless you by His grace. I'm back on air tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Another program powered by the Truth Network.